This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So the stock market is in euphoria. That has taken hold as stocks not only keep hitting new highs, but some growth stocks have seemingly gone parabolic. Everybody uses that word, parabolic, when it's like a weird word to use because it doesn't actually mean what everyone thinks it does, but fine, we're going to use it too because when I say that word, if you're a stock investor, you immediately think of the crazy charts, right? And some of those right now, I don't think I have to really say which ones they are, but I will. So Tesla is one of them um, that's been soaring. Shop, Shopify, have you checked out that one? S-H-O-P is the ticker. Uh, doesn't get as much love as Tesla, but that is an insane chart. Just the daily grinding chart of, say, like a Microsoft or even an Amazon now. But Microsoft's is looking a little bit uh, suspect there. And there's some others. You know which ones they are. And they're in numerous industries as well. So I feel like that's a good sign that it's not just the tech names that are soaring. There are some that are in, um, you know, medical side and um, even some financials and some others that are also looking uh, pretty euphoric here. So what's a value investor to do with these kind of conditions? I don't know about you, but I've been getting a little bit depressed at the headlines. Yes, I'm depressed that the stocks keep hitting new highs uh, because it's making it really difficult to be a value investor. I'm eagerly awaiting the Berkshire Hathaway 13F filing from the fourth quarter, which should be any any second now, it's about to be out um, because they have 45 days at the end of the last quarter to put out what it is they were buying and or selling in the prior quarter. And that's before it even got like really hot. But what were they doing with their cash over there? Were they buying anything? Did they sell anything? Um, that's going to be interesting. But until that happens, until some more info comes out from some other value investors, we're kind of on our own. And I wanted to offer a plan today that maybe could help you keep your sanity when the stock market continues to go to new highs and you're out there wondering, like, who is buying some of these stocks at this level? I know I've been getting into discussions with people on StockTwits and Twitter about valuations again, and I'm hearing from the growth investors. Oh, this time it's different. Oh, who cares that they're only making 50 cents and trading at 500 times? Um, but, you know, value investors care and ultimately the market will care about valuations, just not right now because this is the growth stock time and it can get ahead of itself. So again, I wanted to offer a plan to help you keep some of your sanity so you don't think you're going crazy for wanting to be a value investor during these super hot market times when growth is the area that everybody's in. Okay, so I'm going to offer a couple, couple options for you. Uh, you may not want to do some of what I'm about to say, but some of it you may want to. So keep an open mind and pick and choose based on what you're most comfortable with with your investing. Okay, so the first thing in a plan that you could do, this is the most controversial, 
is if you can't beat them, join them. So nothing wrong with buying some growth stocks. I've said this off and on throughout the podcast the last couple of years. And I'm not saying you should rush out to buy Shopify that I just mentioned. It is literally trading at 555 times its earnings. It's supposed to make something like a dollar here in 2020 and it's trading over $500 now. So I'm not saying to buy that growth stock, but not all growth stocks are that expensive or have gone parabolic, even in tech. So one that I often do bring up on this type of show when I'm talking about some growth stocks you could buy is Facebook. Ticker is FB. It is among the more hated of the social media companies. And that makes some sense that there might be some value in the shares because usually the hated ones are the value stocks, right? So Facebook is trading with the forward PE right now of 22.3. That's not that's not that expensive, especially given the overall market and what some of these other stocks are doing. Now, is it my 15 or under PE for a, a true classic value stock? No, but based on its historic valuations and that of its peers, 22 times is on the the cheaper end. I would say Facebook is definitely the cheapest of the FANG stocks right now. And even among uh, most of the other social media and, you know, communications type stocks, Facebook is among the cheaper. And even if you're one who's like, I hate Facebook and I, I canceled it, why would I buy that? Well, remember, they also own Instagram, which still remains extremely popular, still growing um, its number of subscribers and is popular among young people. And they have the WhatsApp, which is uh, also still growing subscribers and remains extremely popular as well. So they're not really a one-trick pony. They have multiple platforms. So keep that in mind. I also own Facebook in my own personal portfolio, just to disclose. And I've owned it a couple of years. So I am a long-term investor in Facebook myself. So that's the first kind of plan. If you um, can't beat them, join them, buy some growth stocks, but growth with some value because some of them are still out there. Okay, so a second way to go about it right now is to look for opportunities that may present themselves, especially with the coronavirus impacts. And while we're all cognizant of the human factor that's involved right now with the coronavirus, um, those of us in finance are also having to look at the economic impacts. And some stocks have already, you know, some companies have come out and said that they are going to be impacted. A lot do not know how badly. And so they're not going to try to guess because it all depends on how long um, you know, people stay home from work, when the movie theaters reopen, if uh, if and when the restaurants reopen, things like that. And it's unclear when people will go out shopping again. All of these things are unknowns. So most of these companies are just saying it's going to have a material impact on the year, they're basically saying. And what that is, nobody knows. So there is some risk there, uncertainty. And the market hates that. So some of these stocks have taken a bit of a hit. And so that's an opportunity to get in 
to some names that maybe were too expensive before and now are looking a little more attractive. One of those, I would say, is Canada Goose, the coat company, ticker G-O-O-S. Their PE right now is down to 27.8. used to be much, much higher. Shares are really coming down, so the PE is coming down year-to-date. Shares are down 9.8% here, so they're not going parabolic. Um, It is a Zach's number four right now because the analysts were adjusting some of those estimates already uh, based on what they were saying about uh, store closures and the hit to sales. Remember, Canada Goose sells the upscale jackets and outerwear, and not all of it is bought in China. They have that one store in Shanghai, but a lot of it is bought by Chinese tourists going to other countries and purchasing there, whether or not it's in London or Toronto or Vancouver or Chicago or New York City, the tourists buy the Canada Goose jackets and nobody is being a tourist from China right now. So that's a huge hit um, from that angle as well as their Shanghai store. So keep all that in mind. Uh, But Many of the economists, including our own John Blank here at Zach's, believes that a lot of the economic impacts of the coronavirus will be um, temporary, a quarter or two at the most before uh, things resume, shoppers start shopping again, and then you're going to have a big rebound. So could be some buying opportunities here in some of the retailers that have already said they're going to be hit. So this one, Canada Goose, ticker G-O-O-S. Another name you might want to look at, and they haven't reported earnings yet, is um, Booking.com, ticker B-K-N-G, formerly known as Priceline. Now, they're one of the largest online travel agencies in the world, And the shares really haven't been doing anything for the prior year even. And um, they're down a bit here year to date because no one really knows, again, how bad the impact is going to be on tourism. It could be um, just, you know, a one quarter or so impact where people, you know, cancel that trip but rebook it for later on in the year. We don't know. But people a little nervous about booking and it's now trading at 16 times eight or 16.8 times earnings, which is pretty cheap for this high flying. Um, it is still a double digit growth company. I know this because I do own it in my own personal portfolio. Uh, shares over the last year have really underperformed. It's up just 1.6% over that time period. It's basically just like treading water there. There's There are some other concerns other than the coronavirus with competition from Google, from Airbnb. Um, you know, so there's a lot that's going on in the industry. Year to date, these shares are down 5.3%. So there could be a buying opportunity in booking here. And I know the shares are trading almost at, you know, $2,000. So you're kind of like, okay, Tracy, I'm going to go buy one share or something. But trust me, I don't own that many myself. I wish I owned more, but I do not either. So yes, I know it's it's a high price stock here um, by cash amount, but shares are looking a little interesting, almost in that value 15 times category at 16.8. So Uh, You got to look around, um, look around for some opportunities. Okay, so if you don't like either of those two plans, 
The third plan is to buy what you hate because that's true value investing, right? Value investing uh, is the result of Wall Street running away from certain sectors, certain industries, and certain companies. And so this is the area where you have to drill down deep to see if there's a reason everybody's running away because you might want to too, or if they're getting the story wrong and you can get the company cheap. So what are some of those areas? I talk about them on the show every week. Some of them, uh, many of you just hate too too much and you won't go into there. Um, so I get that, but I'm going to lead off with the one that most of you are like, no, I'm not buying any of that, which is energy. It's still hated. Uh, Crude is back down, WTI, to around $50. That's a key psychological level. If, because of coronavirus impacts, it breaks down and goes into the 40s, some believe it can go much, much lower into the 30s, possibly even to the 20s. It's going to be real difficult for a lot of these uh, energy companies, especially the EMPs, at anything under 50, really, maybe under 40 here. So you want to buy the best if you're going to buy any of these that are hated, buy the best ones. And one of those is Pioneer Natural Resources, ticker PXD. It has um, under one on the leverage, so it's not one of the ones heavily in debt, has one of the best balance sheets in the business. It's doing a big share buyback here, which is keeping the shares a little bit elevated here compared to some of the smaller guys. They're big in the Permian, which is, again, where you want to be. It's trading at 14 times right here, and you get a dividend along with that share buyback of 1.3%. Shares have been a little weak here in 2020, but not total devastation like some of the real small cap EMPs have been. And then you might want to take a look at the retailers again. We've looked at many of the other retailers other than like a Canada Goose that are trading with classic value valuations, but we know some of the problems with some of them, right? Some of them have a brand issue. Some of them are uh, having a competitive issue where they're just not competitive with a Walmart, a Target, or an Amazon anymore. Some have, um, you know, not changed with the times, but one of them, which is trading with a classic value PE is Gap, ticker GPS, they now are not splitting into two with Old Navy. They were going to do that, but now they have a new CEO. So there is a lot of uncertainty with them, but they're trading at 10 times forward earnings right here. So that's pretty cheap. So might want to keep it on your watch list. And then another area that I wouldn't say anyone hates this area at all, but it's gone out of favor over the last year. And I've mentioned it several times, which is the cannabis stocks, the marijuana stocks. Um, some of these have bounced off their lows and are a little more expensive now, but still could have some value in there. And my favorite in the group, because it's actually making money, is Innovative Industrial Properties, ticker IIPR. They are the REIT. They own buildings that people grow marijuana in in states where the medical marijuana is legal. So not just recreational, but the medical side. And so they buy the building, then they lease it back to the growers and 
they get the money and you as a shareholder, you get the money. So this one pays a, a nice dividend. The shares have bounced here in 2020, so it's not as good as it was before, but it's still yielding 4.3%. So I like that. And the PE is not too expensive here at 19 times. They haven't reported earnings yet. They're expected to report on February 26th. So that's one you might want to tune in on because they have been raising the dividend nearly every quarter because they keep adding new buildings. They're getting more income to pay out to the shareholders. They have to pay out 80% back to you as a um, shareholder. So I'm expecting another good quarter because several more states now have added um, the medical side and some with the recreational. So they've been aggressively buying up more buildings. They did do a secondary not too long ago to get some cash to buy up some more buildings. So um, that took a little bit of hit on the shares, but they've rebound even off of that now. So I like this one a lot. Innovative industrial properties on the marijuana side, IIPR. So as you can see, I just uh, laid out the case for you know, several companies here that look like there's some value there that you might want to be poking around in. So while everything else is going parabolic and there's euphoria and that's fantastic and it's great that the stock market continues to hit new highs, we all benefit from that, right? Us value investors don't have to get super depressed because there are still some opportunities out there and you have to be ready to pounce on them when things go your way and these opportunities do present themselves. Or you have to have some serious guts if you're going to buy what everybody hates because that's really difficult to do. And I know that every time I mention like you should buy some energy stocks on this podcast, you're all like, no, Tracy, no, I can't do it. One, I hate them. Two, they just keep going down, down, down. But those is that kind of chart is a classic uh, chart of everybody throwing in the towel and eventually they won't be anymore and you can get some really great deals. I feel like already some of them are at real great deal levels, but I'm with you. It takes a lot of guts to buy. I own two energy stocks in my own personal portfolio. I have been on the sidelines um, here in 2020. I bought a little bit in 2019 at the end there when there was the lows. And now I'm like, eh, when are they going to hit the next low? And so wait, uh, you might want to wait for some of the earnings reports on some of these because the EMPs have not yet reported mostly on their earnings. So see what they say, um, listen in on those conference calls and see if some of those dividends are at least going to hold for the next couple of months or uh, quarters and then, um, you know, see where the deals are. But it is tough out there for us value investors. But So we got to stick together. So every week on here, as you know, I'm bringing you as many value stocks as I can because there are still value stocks out there. So um, let me recap the tickers again for what looks like there could be some deals this week. We had Facebook. Hard to believe I'm saying that's a deal, but at 22 times, it's not looking too expensive. Facebook ticker FB. Uh, we had um, Canada Goose, ticker G-O-O-S. We had Booking.com, ticker B-K-N-G. 
Pioneer Natural Resources is PXD as in David, and Innovative Industrial Properties is IIPR. And as I disclosed, I do own Facebook and booking in my own personal portfolio. So you want to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. As I said, we all have to stick together during these times of distress for us value investors. So get us on Spotify. I know a lot of you are over there. And you can also get us on Apple Podcasts, of course. And we are on SoundCloud with the Zach's Market Edge. So you'll get two podcasts for one over there every week. We're bringing you a ton of stock picks here at Zach's, so don't miss out. And I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.